We're back once again. How are you? Welcome to another episode of the Josh Potter Show. Oh boy, one week from tonight, I will be in my hometown at my home club where I was born. Helium Comedy Club in Buffalo, New York. The Buffalo. 22nd. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Buffalo! Buffalo! And it's on the night before Thanksgiving. Make sure you come out. And then when I get back here to Southern California, I'm going to be at the Brea Improv on November 29th. So get your tickets for both of those. That wraps up November, then December 1st through 3rd, La Jolla Comedy Store. December 22nd through the 23rd, I will be at Tampa Bay Side Splitters. Get your tickets now. They can be found right in the description of the episode. You don't have to go anywhere. Just click the description. You'll find it. Or you can go over to my Instagram at Josh underscore Potter. There you'll find links to all sorts of things. The merch, joshpottermerch.com, twitch.tv slash Josh underscore Potter, and patreon.com slash the Josh Potter Show. Subscribe, rate, review, all that stuff. Thank you very much. And today, oh boy, as I live and breathe, it's Johnny Pemberton, yeah. folks. Yeah. How are you, sir? I've got a competing date. Oh, oh, you do? I'm in San Diego on December 2nd. Oh yeah, I was going to say, let's hang out when you're in San Diego. Let's, let's do it. Rage. December 2nd, mic drop. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, that's like on the other. I've done both. Right. I'm in La Jolla. You're in the mic drop. There are other ends of the earth. You can come to one of my shows. I have five, for Christ's sake. Maybe I will. So, he's got a couple of his. Yeah, you come hang out. We'll do it. We'll hang Party. out. We'll, like, eat shrimp tacos. Oh, my and, God. Uh, Del... Oh, what is the name of the restaurant that I'm obsessed with? La Puerta? I haven't been to San Diego in a while. I feel like, it has, I feel like it's not the same. It must have changed, I feel like. I went to San Diego for the first time ever during George Floyd. Like when that was during, happening? During George Floyd? Yeah, like when that was happening. George not, Floyd week. Not while he was being choked. The yeah. fallout, obviously. Right. So that was like June 2020. 2020 yeah, mm -hmm. and it was the last indoor shows that they could have. Because I did the shows, and it was such a weird, like... I, I called my friend who's been to San Diego a lot. I go, is San Diego dicey? And he's I, like, ah, I mean, like any other city. But it was extra dicey? peaked because of the whole, you know... Yeah, tensions were high. That's right. And I watch, I went for a walk through the gas uh, lamp area. Yeah. And I turn a corner and all of a sudden gunshots start raining. What? And a cop shot a guy. And everyone started like out the windows. Go, Freaking pig. Ba, 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 ba. Wow. Yelling. And it you was so it? intense. Yeah. I, just, I didn't see Damn. the guy get shot. I saw the, at, like, the guy on the ground because I, I heard it. And then as I turned the corner, then I saw the guy on the ground. Damn, man. And I like, Stood there for a couple minutes and like looked around and then I was like, this is sketch. So I left. And then another guy who was working at the club got came shot. out later and he was like, I have to, I can't, st he goes, I wish I could stay. <laughs> he got shot. No, he was, he was fine. He came over to the club though to tell them he couldn't work because the cops were calling him in as a witness. Oh man. So it was real. That was my first. And then I went home on that Sunday and Newsom was like, everything shut down statewide. So because San Diego was, was like a, by that. no, because San Diego was like the last bastion. It was just L.A. County. Oh, I don't remember. All my memories from then are have been kind of muddled and squashed, and now it's just like a bunch of weird resentment about different things. Mm. That I can't remember why <laughs> you I just feel started like harboring yeah. stuff still. Yeah, but I mean, since I've been back now, I mean, San Diego is like one of my favorite cities in the country. It's very chill. It's a very yes. cool place. They have a lot of. Um, 
it's a chill vibe. It's funky. It's like, hey, man, uh, we're going to open at 1030, even though we said we're going to open at 10. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Hey, uh, you know what the weather is here? It's good. That's what <laughs> it, it is. It really is. It's always good. It's kind of, I heard the story years ago that Daisy Fuentes, when she was a, I think I'm saying this, who this was, Daisy Fuentes, when she was a weather girl, she would just drive to work, listen to the to the weather on the radio from a different news station, and that's how she would do her weather report. I used to do traffic for a radio station, and I would just look at the traffic from the other radio stations. Yeah, the traffic exactly. Reports. I, I was like, where am I supposed to get it from? I don't know. I mean, like, back in the day, you'd get, like, somebody would call them and be like, the traffic is this. They'd be in a chopper or something mm-hmm. and give you a report. Then I, but you know, with budget cuts, I'm like just Googling what the other stations are reporting on traffic. And I'm like, all right, well, I 90 is a little backed up, you know? Also, now it doesn't even matter. It's like, what are you going to do? Get there five minutes faster, even if you. Also, yeah, we all have ways and GPS and stuff that tells us maybe don't go this way because there's a lot of traffic there. No one's like, I got to tune into this uh, shock jock show and find out. Which routes I'm taking? Do you ever today? not trust it? Not trust the traffic? Like sometimes yes, I think it's when like I did misleading. It. Well, I think like the Google Maps sometimes it's like, hey, we have this this neighborhood has paid a lot of money for us to make people not go through it. Mm. I think they're doing that now. I never even thought I'm I'm not they're as definitely. good at thinking of conspiracies like that. And you're not paranoid about everything. Oh, why don't they let me drive through the white neighborhoods? Yeah, because they paid a bunch of money to make sure you don't. But wouldn't drivers want to pay a bunch of money to not drive through bad neighborhoods? No, because they're not paying any money because it's a free service. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's I mean, true. everything is everything's so corrupt now. It's that's ridiculous how everything is just absolutely fully corrupt. <laughs> everything's so <laughs> corrupt now. That's why I come on here. I would talk about sports. Well, sports is the most corrupt. <laughs> all thing right, of I all know. Time. I know. Actually, we're going to get to one of the most like if if sports aren't the Illuminati, I don't know what is. So oh my God, we'll get are. into it in a second. Yes. But first. But first, I want to talk about your Minnesota Vikings. School. I got a guy on the Minnesota Vikings. Got a guy on the Minnesota Vikings. And you got a new guy, we the pastronaut, baby. Oh, I'm so stoked. That was the most excited I've been to watch a football game since I started watching football. Well, I'll tell you Sunday. this. Kirk Cousins made me come around on that quarterback. Everybody did. Everybody came around him because he's like, like a Johnny come lately. You like the guy. He's a likable guy. He's like just a great person. He's a, he's a weirdo. He works really hard. Everything he does is likable. Do you think Except it's weird? Downs, it's, you know? I think his Christianness is a little like. Mm. You know what? But that's who isn't? Uh, who isn't like that? All those guys people. are. But I don't think he likes gays. Well, <laughs> I think he's like ah, it's a sin because there is no a, way. Can you pull up a quote? Type in Kirk Cousins' quote on the gays. On the gays. Well, there you go. You're gonna find it. I mean, it's there. It's a real thing. What does he say there? At the end of the day. Anybody in our locker room who is struggling with, read it for me. I can't see that. That's a right. that's a quote. That's a misquote. Who knows? Also, didn't you guys know the NFL has no gay players? Well, they. I mean, no out gay players. No, that's. Anymore. I'm pretty sure there's no gay players in the NFL. <laughs> I'm certain. I mean, that's why Just I like the number? NFL. <laughs> I love the NFL. I love all professional sports because there's literally no gay players. It's impossible. Please read me that quote because it is interesting what he says. He says nobody's perfect, basically. At the end of the day, anybody in our locker room who is struggling with something and isn't perfect, which would be everybody in the locker room, my attitude would be that I want to show love to them 
in a way that shows them Jesus and hope that they can encounter the same love that I encountered from Jesus that May 3rd, 2013. <laughs> well, the quote got cut off. I think this I, is... I can't, I can't read that thing, so I could tell that was an incomplete quote. But basically, he was like, I hope that I show them Jesus, and then they just become straight. I don't think... I think that's what people want him to have said when he really... I can't think he possibly actually feels that way. It's so outmoded to think that. It's ridiculous. But I, you know, other than that, I like that he wears like Coles shirts, even though he's one of the richest people to ever play in the yeah. NFL. And uh, I think that's funny. He's got a sensible car. You know, it's like, where's yeah. all his money going? His wife is a smoke show. I got to say. She's the, she's the natural beauty wife of the NFL. Yes. She's not like Brittany Mahomes, who has just been through every goddamn sorry i was i hit my phone there that was weird <laughs> cut that out i uh no yeah she's she's not like but she's so hot she's like oh god she's like every girl you see in a movie that's like the christian girl that yeah like, i love her anyhow the pastor not though so kirk cousins for those who don't know he uh tore his achilles or he's acl eight. Uh, Achilles, yeah, week Achilles, eight. right? And Achilles has been going around. You know, Aaron Rodgers did it. Cam Akers, too. Cam Akers. A lot Ridiculous. of Achilles going around. But it's not exactly a death sentence like it used to be. Right. But I, he is up there. His contract's coming up. Yeah. Uh, so we're not sure where or when we will see Kirk Cousins again. But stepping in in his place, right after it happened, the Vikings made a trade for then-starting quarterback Joshua Dobbs of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they had Kyler Murray coming off his mm -hmm. injury, and they said, we got to do something with Josh Dobbs. We're not going to keep him. Let's try and get a draft pick. Trade him to the Vikings. So they do. He walks in with, I don't know, four days of the playbook under his belt. Three days. Three days. Yeah. No snaps either. No snaps. No Doesn't know snaps. anybody on the team's names. Mm -hmm. He gets So they start Jared Hall, a rookie, a late-drafted rookie. He gets concussed immediately. Yeah, I feel like J Jared Hall was like, I'm going to take one for the team. It almost seemed like... I felt bad You for know, him. Cousins was being uh, God, please. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Did a, he did a sacrifice there. He, <laughs> could you see that? You saw when he got concussed. Yeah. He got destroyed from two <laughs> sides. He had to know that was coming. He's like, he, I'm uh, going to get this ball in. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to going to die right now. I felt so Josh so Dobbs bad. can start. Jared Hall was like... I'm going to get this across the goal line. He couldn't have gotten stuffed harder at the goal line. Like, he like ran into like a negative wall. Like a wall would be <laughs> easier than the thing he hit because he hit didn't like even a wall break that the pushed plane. back. Usually like when that happens, you get murdered, but you break the plane yeah. with the ball. All you have to do is get one little piece of the ball over that line No, and it's a touchdown and he couldn't. It just fucking he ran. Got it was so crazy. So he's out. Josh Dobbs comes mm -hmm. in. He doesn't know anybody's names. He doesn't know the name of the plays. They don't know his cadence at all. They don't they know, know nothing. Yeah. They never heard this guy count at all. <laughs> yeah. They showed this clip on the sideline of him showing them what it sounds like when his mouth says words <laughs> for the first time. They're like, okay, how does your voice sound when you have to scream over 80,000 people? He's like, it sounds like this when I know. It's yeah. like, okay, uh, fuck. It's an impossible <laughs> task that, that I... When I bet against the Vikings that day, I just bet against Jared Hall. But then when Josh Dobbs came in, I go, this is cherry. Yeah. Turns out Josh Dobbs is a is a baller. Yeah, I man, mean, he, he came is. in and just figured <sighs> it out. I don't know what happened. Led them to a come-from-behind victory at the last second, not only scoring a touchdown to tie it, but then a two-point conversion to make a, a go-ahead score. Even some fumbles. He even made some mistakes. Some oh, big sure. Mistakes. I mean, I, mistakes that were inevitable yeah. coming into that situation. So that game happens. He's a legend. He's, He's a legend I mean, when he comes in. People in Minneapolis, I feel like they must be building some giant throne for him right now. There's like hundreds of dwarves, hundreds of like 
guys who work at microbrews and who are <laughs> engineers and just weird sort of blue-collar jobs are just working through the night to build him some sort of massive <laughs> golden throne. Maybe he's going to help them because this is how this is how he did what he did. Mm-hmm. And I, I think at least he is like a super genius. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit overrated what they're how much they're talking about him. Okay, he didn't like step off a fucking space shuttle or something like that. <laughs> they have pictures of him like in the full astronaut gear. Right. Where I'm like, did he come from the moon to do this? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think that he is probably one of the smartest quarterbacks in terms of like uh, book smart and as far as an intellectual in terms of like a, a higher learning. But the guy is not like a. He doesn't have a graduate degree. You know what I mean? He doesn't. I don't no, think right. he does. Well, you. Yeah, this is the thing. Okay, so I've been watching a lot of this show for all mankind. What is that? It's a show on Apple TV, and it's about how if the Russians landed on the moon before us, how the space race would have never finished oh. and how it would have affected history coming out of it. It's a fucking cool it's show. It's anti-Russian, basically? No, it's actually kind of like the Soviet. It shows like the Soviet Union would still be going in like 2003. Weird. It is strange. Like every season is a new decade. Yeah. And it shows like if the Russians went to the moon first, we would have had such a hard on for like furthering space exploration to get to other things first. And we would have never really like disbanded NASA as much as we did like in the 70s and 80s. And um, it just made me start thinking like astronauts, though, back then, I don't know about now. I'm sure it's the same. Astronauts back then were like renaissance men. You had to yeah. be like the best athlete so that you could, you know, deal with all the tests and the different atmospheres and like all that kind of shit. The oxygen, lack of oxygen, whatever the case may be. You had to be in physical peak condition. Right. You also had to be a mathematician, a geologist, an archaeologist, a l- electrical engineer, an aerospace engineer. So mm-hmm. like super genius also on top of everything. Yeah. And you have to be like an explorer from the back in the, back in the old times. You go on a ship. You have to have a lot of you have dual purpose because there's not enough room to have everyone on. You have to have multiple roles. Mm. So I just thought, could Josh Dobbs, first of all, could any of the astronauts in the 60s play NFL quarterback in the 60s? Probably. Uh, No. You don't think so? They're too small. I think that, I think some of them are pretty, pretty tall. You think so? Although, I mean, so you're saying Josh Dobbs is too tall to go on a space shuttle? Yeah. I think because <laughs> he eats probably eats too much food, you know. I don't want like I want He's like, like the, jockeys in space. Yeah, you want tiny little yeah, guys, want, like a bunch of five fivers out there. Right? I'm going up there. Maybe five oners, <laughs> oh, bunch God of five oners. I just thought it was interesting to think about the parallel, like how many astronauts could have been quarterbacks and yeah. how many quarterbacks could be astronauts. I think it's definitely a one way street. Yeah, you don't think, I think there's, there's more? Not... Ge- I think there's more genius quarterbacks than we know about. Okay. I feel like uh, Hertz is a genius. Hertz, Jalen Hertz. I do. I think he's really smart. I'm not making uh, assumptions here, but I didn't know. I mean, he went to Alabama. Yeah, but I feel like it's not so much where you go to school. It's sort of like how you how you talk and act. Okay. Like he seems like a smart guy. Brady obviously is a smart guy. But I'm talking like extra level smart, like super yeah. genius. I thought maybe even Kirk Cousins was kind of <clears throat> one of those because no. he's so diligent about studying. Cousins is not that smart. He's not that smart. I don't like think that. he is. I think he's got like the in- football intelligence, but I don't think in terms of actual intelligence. Mm. You know what I mean? But some of those guys, they have like that weird body intelligence where they uh, they don't know how, like they know stuff, but they don't know how they know it. Right. And there's guys who, because some of those guys can't 
speak. They can't speak in front of people. Sure. There's also a lot of great actors who can't speak in front of people because- Because they're not using other people's words. They're also idiots. There's a lot of actors <laughs> who no one knows are, they're secret dummies. There's a lot of them. Can you type in quarterbacks who are super geniuses and just see who comes up? Because I wanted to see if there was anybody out there. What does that say? I mean, you're highlighting Fitz, something if I can read. Ryan Fitzpatrick, QB Washington. Oh, yeah, he went to Harvard. Okay. Richard Sherman went to Stanford, I think. Yeah, see, I don't know. I guess I believe it. I don't know. I I don't know that much about football, to be honest. I know, I'm know i all about the eye test. Yeah. I'm an eye test guy. Well, I never really cared about it as much because I always liked when my guy has a high football IQ and he's kind of like a cowboy out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, playing in the moment. Not I feel worried like Rodgers is pretty smart. Yeah, uh, sure. Rodgers seems like a smart guy. He's got a lot of football IQ. He sure thinks he's smart. I feel like Mahomes is pretty smart in terms of football IQ. Yeah, Texas Tech. He went to Texas yeah. Tech. But yeah. I, don't, I, don't I think, think about where, there's, where they went to school is kind of important. Herbert is supposed to be smart. He went to, oh, he's not smart. He went to University of Oregon with a bachelor's degree in biology. I could Dumb. do that. Yeah, me too. No, I can't do that. I can't do any of this. Yeah, these. you could. I could do any of that shit. No problem. Well, speaking of- get a bachelor's degree? I'll get any bachelor's degree out there. You think no, so? Absolutely. I couldn't get the one I went for. I would dunk on any bachelor's degree out there right now. I gave I'm up fucking, so fast. You did? Yeah. Oh, I finished like easily. I had like, um, I think I had like a 3.8 and I didn't, oh man, because I went to a hard high school. So college- So did I. But then when I got to college, I go, I don't want to do this Where'd you anymore. go to college? I went to a Jesuit school called Canisius College. So they're like, what do you think your grade should be? No, it was <laughs> Jesuit schools like, oh, uh, you have to take one class of religion every semester. Yeah. And I was like, this school sucks. And it was like so expensive. I quit as quickly as I could. Well, I went to Florida State, so that's not saying Whoa, much. Whoa. Jameis yeah. Winston went there. I know. So did a lot of people. Winston. Winston got in trouble there, didn't he? Yes. Was it Who, crab legs? Crab legs, yeah. He crab, stole legs. crab legs. I was telling someone about that, and they're like, what? He stole crab he, legs? He like put them in his... Jameis Winston, if we're talking about the opposite of Joshua Dobbs, <laughs> it's Jameis yeah. Winston, <laughs> who I love, by the way. I, I just t tweeted about it just the other day. Jameis Winston came in in the middle of the game because Derek Dude, Carr got a concussion, it. and he played great. Because here's the thing about Jameis Winston. He just loves throwing the ball far. That's really all it is. He'll just, any chance he can bomb the ball down the field, mm -hmm. and whether it's an interception or a touchdown, it's always electric. He threw a ball, like, across the field. Oh, it was great. It was so fucking crazy. And that's Jameis Winston for you. But he- but also, you know what? Those crab legs, I'm going to say this. I don't think he stole anything. He was given them. Right. It was and before the NIL type of thing. It was a thing where, if you're, I didn't realize this, but if you're like a an athlete, like a college athlete- you are famous, mm -hmm. and people want to have sex with you. Yep. They want to give you things for yep. free, mm -hmm. and he just took the- And at the time, you weren't allowed to take those things. A guy could come up to you and be like, I'm a big Florida State supporter. Take I'm the crab a booster. Legs. Here's a car, and he couldn't accept it. Yeah, but he didn't- I mean, Even the crab legs. If somebody was like at a buffet, they're like, oh, you want crab legs? Ah, that's on me. That's ridiculous, He would though. get arrested for that or something. That's that's a classic case of uh, a little- $32 in crab legs That's from a, a little Publix. old Southern racism right there, baby. That's a classic case of little old Florida, Tallahassee. Like, did you see the cops down there? They're all these good old boy, like, 
just yep. doughy, puffy guys. Like, oh, you can't, oh, you can't park over here. Well, no, I don't think about that. Whoa. Oh, I done <laughs> found $32 of crab legs in his pockets. Whoa, whoa, They said whoa. it was given to him. Likely story, says oh, the cops. Oh, someone but. gave you crab legs starting. The, yeah, starting oh, quarterback. starting quarterback. <laughs> Which is weird, though, because a lot of times the cops in at Florida State will look the other way for stuff if the team is winning because you can't have be having, like, your guys get in trouble or anyone get in trouble who was the quarterback when you went to school god i forget ej Manuel. oh no you're no, older than that it was uh 2001 when they won 2000 when they won the national championship who was that oh god I damn That's, i don't even remember man 2000 how old is that 14 oh, i keep burping up this liquid death hell yeah dog something that sounds great on the mic you know something okay so this is an interesting college football thing right so texas a&m just fired jimbo fisher former florida state coach right and they had such a crazy contract with Jimbo Fisher that his buyout was $77 million. Ah, oh, man. These, these organizations are just so crooked. So he gets fired, and he gets, for that... $77 million. And they did it in a way that is so fucking funny That's to me. That's insane. So the way that they get all this money, because... And th shout out to Jack Mack at Barstool for laying all this out for me, like on a thing. They... So the boosters and all that give the school and the, the athletic program money, right? Right. So during Jimbo Fisher's final game, and I think there's a picture of it, the boosters at halftime gave the school $168 million. Like just like do whatever you have a party. There's have a, a party, picture guys. of it in this article. Scroll around and, and find it. In cash? Like in a truck? No, in a giant check like they won a prize. There it is right there. 168. They're giving the school that? Yeah, this is from boosters and like alumni. And obviously it's Texas A&M, so you got a lot of oil people. There's no more corrupt organization. Uh, is it is it colleges or is it healthcare? Who's more corrupt? That's what I was trying to find out. Like That's what I'm trying to say. It's such a deep level of corruption. It's insane. Well, well it, it also makes fleeced. me. They're it, fleecing us. It also makes me wonder, is the Illuminati real because here's at the end of the day these guys are spending so much of their fortune god on texas a&m football and it can't even they can't even get the aggies into the fucking playoff they don't care it must not matter it has to be i think it matters to there's some it matters to them they want to but in terms of like they're not losing any money there's some way where they're not losing money because oh. you don't you don't just give away that kind of money unless you're recouping it some some way I, it's crazy to me that so they did this during halftime, basically shoving it in Jimbo Fisher's Damn. face, like we're gonna fire you. They made the decision earlier in the week, so seventy-seven million of that one hundred and sixty-eight million is going to fire Jim Jimbo Fisher. He's going to receive seventy-seven. The other percentage is to then hire a new coach. That's insane. So they did it right in front of them. This is a public university, right? Texas A and M, yeah. I don't, I don't get that at all. I don't get how a public university can have... It doesn't make any sense. It's all just... It's all boosters. It's all yeah. rich oil men who graduated from there going like, I want the Aggies to win the national championship. I don't. I think it's deeper than that. It can't just be that. It can't just be donations. It has to be a thing where you get something back from your donation. You're able to do some sort of a write-off or maybe you're able to... There's got to be something like that. Cause it's you from the 12th get... man supporters. That's what they call it. The 12th man supporters. What does that even make reference to? Well, the 12th man is, um, and in fact, Texas A&M and Seattle Seahawks have had ongoing lawsuits as to who can really claim the use of 12th man. That means the fans. God. 
It's fucking sick. <laughs> it's sick. It really is a disgusting amount of money. The timing of the check presentation was insane, though, to do it at halftime during the game where you're like, after this game, we're firing this guy. So let's present this check out there to him. But yeah, I mean, so much money being, that's just Texas A&M, not even a, a really like top school, mm-hmm. like on in college football even. I mean, they're not even going to make the fucking playoffs. But they must make so much money off of merchandising and uh, they must they must get money back somehow, like contracts with these businesses. There's got to be all kinds of things going on that we don't, we're not aware of. Sure. There has to be because there's To no get money from to... the donors, though, is wild. That's the thing. Yeah, because all that stuff is like that. You just watch that documentary on uh, HBO called Telemarketers. I didn't watch it, but I heard it. It's pretty it, I interesting. It. It's just yeah. interesting how how much, uh, <laughs> just the scam. That's why I'm in the scammy mood. You bet. Like, yeah, you're real. You're skeptical of a lot of things. Well, because it's. But I like it because it I raises mean, my awareness. It's not really being skeptical. It really is just an actual fact that. <laughs> it, but yeah, it really yeah. is. You're it's right. a thing that that so many organizations are bilking um, tons of people for tons of money because they can, mm-hmm. and it's all wrapped up in congressional uh, oversight and all these things like that. Where ever, I've, I feel like ever since Citizens United, the United States has been corrupt at a level that most people do not even comprehend. I don't. You said Citizens United. I don't even know what that is. It's this law that allowed for corporate personhood, allows for something called a political action committee or a PAC that allows uh, any type of corporation to be dealt with as though they are a person. Mm. And when you're a person, you don't have to disclose any information about anything because it's considered considered private. Mm. Right to, right to, uh, it's something there, some sort of privacy laws. And so all these don't campaign donations are able to be shielded from any type of public oversight. Uh, and so there's all kinds of tons and tons and tons of political action committees were formed to uh, funnel money from poli- to politicians without anyone knowing about it. So the politicians will then favorably vote for these uh, will pass laws or n- take away laws that are restricting uh, the, or to benefit the yeah it's all yeah. these things and you don't can't know anything about it because is the corporate personhood thing it's the kind of thing where when you it's just so it's so uh, embedded in everything now to where um, it's like there's been a gener a whole generation of politicians have come up in this and so it's done it's like a thing it's never where, going back again. it's never going to go back unless there's like a massive a, like a, a full-on audit of the entire government by changing some of ways completely there has to be something crazy has to happen because everyone's getting paid out the ass now mm-hmm. and all these people are so protected there's no possible way to change it so essentially it's like a thing where oh unless you also want to help us with this grift you have you have to play by the you have to play the game with everyone otherwise you get ousted because yes. there's no there's no uh, skin in it for yes. you at all. I mean, that's the toothpaste in the tube thing right there, yeah. folks. That's, uh, well, that's the end of the show. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show's ending today. Um, well, one rich man that I actually admire a little bit for what he did. Fired a coach also. And by the way, this guy's going to get a guaranteed contract as well. All NFL coaches do this too. They get paid guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. No matter when they get fired, so Josh McDaniels got fired. Did you read anything? That's the about Raiders this? guy. Yes. So why why did he get fired anyways? Well, Josh McDaniels is why. a sniveling bitch. I'll first tell you of also all. why. He also is a shitty head coach. It's also, that fucking visor. No, that's that's the death knell, and it makes me. It's yeah. his signature thing, and it makes me hate him. It's like Belichick with the sleeves. He. <laughs> so for those who don't know, Josh McDaniels came up. He was Belichick's little like if you if Belichick was Jabba the Hutt, 
Josh McDaniels was always that little thing that sat next to him that was like, <laughs> that thing. Uh, Mal- Salacious B. Crumb. Yes. Yes. Now, you remembered its name. Salacious B. Crumb. Josh McDaniels guy. is Salacious B. Crumb. Mm-hmm. And he was his offensive coordinator for years, won many Super Bowls with Bill Belichick. And he, at one point, about a decade ago, tried to become a head coach on his own. And that was the year he went to the Denver Broncos, drafted Tim Tebow in the first round. Tim Tebow, he's from Florida, right? Yes, from mm-hmm. Florida Gators. Epically, he uh, won the Heisman Trophy. He was like one of the most celebrated college athletes of all time. Christian. C- big time Big time Christian. Christian. Makes cousins look like a fucking death. I talked to one of his former teammates, and he said that Tim Tebow, he never can really verify if he had sex during college, but he certainly liked his blowies. Today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by Old DoorDash, who I love so much. And right now, DoorDash is getting even better because football season is here. And when do I require DoorDash the most? It's probably during football season. So when you're throwing a party to watch the big game, because those are coming up, some playoffs, some other things, you're going to want to turn to DoorDash as well. Pizza, wings, soda, nachos, all the stuff. For an amazing night without missing a minute of the game. You know, usually somebody will be like, boo-hoo, I want pizza. Then some poor sucker has to go out, get the pizza. They miss all kinds of stuff. DoorDash is taking all that off the table. All your favorite restaurants, retail stores, and grocery shops now on the app so you can easily order whatever you need and get everything delivered straight to your door. I mean, I was just watching Red Zone for seven hours of commercial-free football, and I can't get up even to go to the bathroom, let alone to go get food. So thank the Lord that I had DoorDash come deliver right to my door. Basically put it into my mouth. That's what I I want at the end of the day. And they almost did that. You can even chat with your Dasher throughout the process and track your order's progress so you know when it's going to come right up to your door so you don't even have to wait outside for an extra second. Kick back, relax, knowing that DoorDash has the menu under control and right now you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order download the DoorDash app and enter code JOSHBALL that's all one word JOSHBALL that's 50% off when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code JOSHBALL that's code JOSHBALL for 50% off your first order when you download the DoorDash app subject to change terms apply Today's Josh Potter show is also brought to us by FitBod. It's hard to work out when you know it's going to be boring. That's probably my uh, biggest battle when it comes to working out is just knowing that I'm going to be bored and I don't want to do it. But you can spice up your routine now with FitBod. And the app creates and personalizes workout regimens just for you. It even adapts to your needs and keeps you on track. It takes notes of your goals, your current fitness level, and even what equipment you have available. So everything is practical and doable wherever you are starting. I don't have any equipment. Heck, I I barely want to even use myself. But thankfully, FitBod has things within it to tell you how you can get a really good substantial workout without having to use anything. And even if you have like a weight, one little weight, they can find a workout plan that'll be good to use that little weight in. It's pretty awesome how they can uh, figure all of that out and get you an awesome personal and practical workout routine. So keep on top of your progress and personal bests with FitBod's tracking charts and learn how to do exercises correctly with over 1,000 video demos. Download FitBod today and get a head start on your fitness resolutions. The new year's rolling around, so you're going to want to get a big head start on those. Get 25% off your subscription and get three free personalized workouts 
when you go. Just go to fitbod.me slash Josh. That's 25% off and free personalized workouts at fitbod.me slash Josh. And he said that Tim Tebow, he never can really verify if he had sex during college, but he certainly liked his blowies. What's, oh, a BJ. A BJ? He used the word blowies. A blowy. Yeah, because blowy is okay. It's the God's like, okay with the blow. God, God I thought blow. God would like be more mad if you dumped your seed into a throat because that's not part of uh, procreating. I don't know. we got to ask, I guess. Isn't it like a mouth? Isn't it considered sodomy technically? Oh, yeah, I think it is. In the mouth? I think it is technically sodomizing. But hey, Christians love the butt too. They're like, the butt's fine. Are they? Yeah, because that, isn't that the whole thing? Like school, Christian schoolgirls are always like, not in my pussy, but in my butt. I mean, I don't have any experience with this. I don't, <laughs> technically, I, don't, I haven't recently um, had a sex with any Christian schoolgirls, so I'm not really sure. Well, anyhow, <laughs> nor have I. I mean, I don't think I've ever had sex with a... So this guy, this guy, this McDaniels. So Josh McDaniels, though. McDaniels. He, so he then, after he gets fired in the same way, like uh, the Denver Broncos experiment was awful. He gets fired. He goes back to Bill Belichick, becomes the offensive coordinator of the Patriots again. They win a couple more Super Bowls. Now Josh McDaniels is trying to go, I want to be a head coach again. And the Colts tried to hire him. Mm -hmm. And because the Colts and the Patriots, specifically Bill Belichick and the Colts, Jim Mersey, have such a rivalry, he couldn't do it. He He actually like accepted the job and then just said, I can't do it, I can't do it, and backed out. That makes no sense at all. That's when they hired him. That's also a bitch move. It is a bitch move. So there's that. So then Mark Davis tries to, you know, he's... He fired, uh, I forget who the hell they fired last year. This is Raiders. Or two years ago, the Raiders, yes. And they hired Josh McDaniels. Hmm. And Josh McDaniels came in and he brought in Jimmy Garoppolo. He brought in many of the Patriots players that he thought he could build, you know, a new team around. Mm-hmm. Wasn't going well. Terrible season so far. And it turns out that the players didn't enjoy playing for Josh McDaniels. Dude, Why? that's all that matters. Yeah. Why? No, I'm saying why because he was trying to be Bill Belichick. You can't be Bill. You got to be your own guy, Josh. Yeah, man. You can't be. There's there's multiple uh, things coming out. So here's a one report that I found interesting. It's that uh, Josh McDaniels traded a player off of the team because his wife found that player to be attractive. Uh, how would he even know? And even then, isn't that good? Don't you want that? Does it say which player it was? It was a, uh, I forget who it was. What does it say? Talk. Don't highlight things. Peyton, Peyton Hillis. Hillis. Yes, that was back on the Broncos. Do you remember that? No. See, so Peyton know. Hillis ended up going to the Browns and becoming a breakout player, but he was on the Broncos. Could have really been hmm. helpful to their run game. And everyone kind of wondered why did he trade Peyton Hillis? And it's because his wife wanted to fuck him, evidently. Did she fuck him, you think? I hope so. I really dislike Josh McDaniels. And then another thing that happened more recently is the team is in dire straits. Nothing's going well. So Josh McDaniels decides we have to rally the troops. And he has a big meeting with the team. I spilled. And he lets uh, one of his positional coaches, Antonio Pierce, who ends up taking over for Josh McDaniels eventually, he lets him have a speech. Now, Antonio Pierce used to be on the Giants when they beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Okay, so that... He's got a lot of uh, got a gusto. It was the year that uh, the Patriots won every game except the Super Bowl. Uh, Nine times out of ten, yeah. they'd wipe the floor with us, but not tonight. 
high it was a it's a huge deal big year so he references that he goes when we played the patriots everyone counted us out you know they were undefeated coming into the super bowl and everyone said we couldn't win and we won and it was part it was trying to like you know rile up the troops yeah Josh McDaniels took exception with the uh, reference to the Patriots. Oh, because he was working on them at that time. He okay. goes, you never, he goes, you don't say anything bad about the Patriots. He, it was a rousing speech. The team loved it. Afterwards, he undressed him and was like, don't you fucking, you keep the fucking Patriots name out of your This sounds like mouth. a bad coach, man. This is why, this is why KOC is the best. Yeah. Because KO is not saying that kind of stuff. KOC, oh, Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell, no, he's not saying that. It's all about complimentary football. That's the buzzword of the season, baby. Complimentary football. How can you make the guy next to you better? How can you work <laughs> This is actually in this thing. This guy, Jackson, uh, this guy, uh, let's see here. I don't know. Oh, Nate Jackson of the Defector dropped something of a bomb. Apparently, there are rumors that McDaniels once traded a star player because he thought his wife was attracted to him. McDaniels' eagle wasn't fragile only on the field. He famously shipped out running back Peyton Hillis because the rumor had it. McDaniels' wife thought his wife was attracted to Hillis. I, I, listen, I don't have a wife. But if my wife said someone was attractive, I'd go, oh, yeah, okay. Who cares? It's uh, that guy, a guy who wears a visor cares. Yeah, and look at, I mean, Peyton Hillis is a big brute, man. I think Peyton Hillis had a wife, too, at the time, so I don't think he was trying to fuck your wife there, Sean Mc, or Josh McDaniels. Uh, but also, not only did he get cucked by Peyton Hillis, but then Antonio Pierce came in and gave that speech and then eventually took the man's job. Awesome. I think it's great. He made so many bad calls. The, the whole thing, though, like, he made such terrible calls. Call, like, I'm a, just a guy who watches football, mm -hmm. and the calls that he made, like, he took, like, a field goal in a weird place where you're like, why would you do that there? Yeah. You're I, don't, I don't understand that stuff at all. I feel what like do you mean? Just the whole- Positional stuff? When people get mad about uh, call, certain calls and stuff, it seems like it's such- There's so much going on. How can you ever be, like- Oh, this is definitely because of a call. Well, I mean, the thing with Josh McDaniels is yeah. he thinks he's one of those guys that's like, I, I know what he know He knows what I know, but I'm going to do something. To, you know, and he thinks he's like that out of the like box. Like the Princess Bride thing with the poison? Yes. Yeah, like, oh, so you would think that I would think that you would think that I would think that you know that I know, know that you would do this, so yes. I'm going to do what you think, but then you're smart, so you would know that I think that you know he's that. He's that guy. He gets all yeah. fucked up and mixes it up. In clear situations when you need to, like, drain clock or, like, you know, put more points on the board, he does flabbergasting things to the point where I, I don't claim to know everything about football yeah. at all. I just sit there and I go, that doesn't seem right. And then I ask other people, I go, that was weird, right? And they're like, yeah, that was the dumbest thing that you could have done there. And so he did that a lot. And then he had this dumb look on his face that backfired on him. <laughs> he just sucks. I can't, I'm so glad he's ousted. Man, you really care a lot about this guy. Yeah, he ruined my, my like my whole adult life like, when he was on the Patriots. What do you mean he ruined your whole adult? I mean, the, the Patriots, Patriots were just, it was like a- It was so good. Yeah, it was an ominous yeah. uh, cloud over the whole division all the time. And he, just imagine this guy doing anything. <laughs> I hate him. It's a new NFL, visor. too. It's a new NFL. It is? It is. I oh, mean, I mean, it is. Yeah. Like, it's not the same. Belichick's NFL is not what we're playing right now. Well, Belichick, they're talking about parting ways with the Patriots, and you know what I say? I think he's planning this. He wants to be the coach of the Giants to his twilight of his life. How 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 long can you do that? Do what, coach? How old is Belichick? Belichick is well. Pete Carroll is the oldest coach in the NFL, Pete and I Carroll believe he's is, seventy-two. Pete Carroll is the quintessential 
uh, goal for aging as a man. I think he is. He's starting to really like because he's kind of when he's dodging on the sidelines. It's kind of you go, oh, he's old. Yeah, but he looks. Pete Carroll, so seventy-two. Good I called it. 72? Now Belichick, I think, is sixty-nine, maybe seventy. But Belichick, fuck, I can't believe I don't have this video. Seventy-one, dude. I can't believe I don't have this fucking video. Please find this. It's Belichick leaving on a walk of shame. All these assholes. He's still getting it. Old. He just divorced recently. And Who Bel- did? Belichick. Like, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. And he's recently. Shut the I don't know if we're going to be able to find the original, but Belichick's walk of shame. There was a ring cam. You got to be watching him me. This shirtless, is so cool. leave shirtless out of a Nantucket home. Shirtless is the best. Shirtless. You just see him on the porch, like putting his shirt on, like he just like My woke up and was like. God. I can't believe I forgot to put this in there. Bill B. He seems like the kind of guy who I knew, like a friend's grandpa growing up. It's going to end up being on like TikTok or some horse shit. Wow. He definitely had like stag nights, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. uh, And I mean, now he's like, my my cousin lives in Jupiter, Florida. He's like, oh, yeah, I see Bill Belichick on his boat all the time in the offseason. So, okay, this guy, we got to hear some uh, idiot talk about it. This is the problem with everything now. It's everything's buried. Yeah, you can't just find the thing. This is one of your problems with this. Is this one of my problems with things now? Oh, there you go. Okay, okay, okay. Shut the fuck up. That's incredible. So here's the ring cam footage of him, dude. He's a beast. Uh, I'm I'm just uh, leaving this slut's house. Who does this? (laughs) I mean, honestly, no shirt. I'm uh just uh. Just fucked, leaving my walk of shame here. Who doesn't have a shirt when but they also, leave? So how does this get? Whoever he was hooking up with is a scumbag for putting that out. Yeah. Yes. That's a ring camera. That's a what the fuck? I uh, I left my shirt someplace. Fuck this! God damn it! Uh, I gotta. Go. I need a Bud Light and a cigarette. I gotta fly to Germany. Gotta so I take I a lose. shit right now. I need a piece of pie <laughs> and a toilet. I need a Bud Light and a slice of cherry pie and a. 10 minutes alone in a nice clean bar bathroom somewhere in Boston. I got to say, uh, for all the years that I've absolutely hated Bill Belichick, I really like that video. That kind of, that was like the one time I go, all right, Bill, 71, just leaving some slut's house. Good for you, dog. Also, I like Bill because I heard that recently when someone makes a mistake uh, on his team, he's like, you should have, like, that's not, that's not their team. That's, that's you. That's on you, man. Mm. Like he holds his players to be accountable. Oh, sure. For stuff, the most you know? accountable. And yeah. some people don't like the culture that he, uh, puts out there like players have notoriously said they hated playing for him because it's really? just like they feel like a child it's like daddy yes exactly like daddy's like daddy's mad whereas some other player uh, coaches are more player coaches and they're like be you dude just be you and then they some people shine in that and some people like they really fly a little too close to the sun that's the new nfl the yes NFL is, you know hey man how are you feeling about the game i know we won but are you anything bad going on well there's a story there's a hot story about that right now that i wish i included too but uh, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin, whose dad is a notorious coach. Lane Kiffin, kind of shitty as a coach. Okay, he's the coach of Ole Miss. A player on Ole Miss missed like two weeks because of mental health things. Yeah, and when he came back, Lane Kiffin's like, "You're off the team." And there's oh. like audio of him telling him, and he's like, "Well, I had mental health things." He goes, "Mental health things? What are you talking about?" Can you, see if you can even find that. I'm with him. Kiffin. There you go. I'm sorry, but if you have one. to take two weeks for mental health, I don't know what I don't know. What you're gonna do it again. Here's the thing: if you I have mental health you. things, you gotta like express that, or at least yeah. like put that out there. You can't just disappear. Or you also gotta not play football at that level. Yeah, n- Division One. Uh, yeah, sorry, you just not cut out for D1 ball. Another video where you have to watch some dumb moron talk. You have about to be something. a grunt. Or I can't you believe I couldn't be... find these things. I or I forgot to find these things, but these are all coming up. So. Um, Kiffin says, well, what a fucking 
Wait, what does it say? Well, what fucking world do you live in, <laughs> Rollins? I don't see why you got to be just so disrespectful, honestly. Get out of here. Go. You're off the team. You're done. See ya. See ya. Go. And guess what? We can kick you off the team. So go read your fucking rights about mental fucking health. <laughs> we can kick you off the team for not showing up. When the head coach asks to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks... What the fuck is that, okay? <laughs> we can remove you from the fucking team. It's called being a pussy. It's called hiding behind shit and not showing up to fucking work, okay? He said pussy. When they hired me out of the Bronx to come coach Ole Miss, I said, what the fuck is this state? Mississippi thought it was a river. I get down here and you got you taking two weeks off from mental health? <laughs> what the hell is this? You got to take just take a, take a big dump, okay? Get your dick sucked. Go down to the bar. Have a couple beers. Get your dick sucked. And then come back. Stop this bullshit around here. If you're gay, that's fine. I, I, my brother's gay. I like these guys, all right? Just don't tell anybody but me and we'll work something out, okay? Uh, Jesus I'm, Christ. Two I weeks. Love, I love the idea of Lane Kiffin being fucking Joe Pesci, basically. Two, of, two fucking weeks. What do you mean? He calls you're him just a pussy. for two weeks. You're being a pussy. Oh, my God. Lincoln, Lincoln. Nebraska. This guy's a real hick. Everyone from Nebraska is just like deep hick. His father was a football coach, too, so who knows if he's uh, even really truly from there. But. All these guys, every one of these guys got the shit beat out of them as a kid. You know it. Every one of these guys just got fucking beat up every day, like in front of their brother to make them jealous. Like, I'm not going to beat your brother. I'm going to beat the fuck. <laughs> Lane Kiffin, like, notoriously had a shitty, I mean, it's just like Saban, you know, Nick Saban went to the NFL and just sucked and just left immediately knowing his, well, he was going to suck. I feel like um, it was a Raiders thing too. Yeah, he was the coach of the Raiders for like two seconds. Who was Saban? Uh, Lane Kiffin. I don't know anything. You know so much more about football than I do. I just know a little bit about one team and that's about it. So back in 20, uh, 2007, Raiders owner Al Davis hired the 31-year-old Kiffin, making him the youngest head coach in the Raiders' history. He signed him to a two-year contract for $4 million uh, with team option. Okay, so how did he get fired? On August 12, 2007, the NFL head coaching debut, Kiffin and the Raiders won their preseason opener. Okay, that's great. Okay, here we go, the departure. On January 25, 2008, so a year later, uh, it was reported that Davis, who is not known for being patient with his coaches, tried to force Kiffin to resign after his first season ended a 4-12 and record. A source close to Kiffin told Mortensen that Kiffin would not resign and would not sign a letter of resignation that would cause him to forfeit $2 million. So he was kind of smart about it. And so he got fired like on, on the telephone like immediately and then got paid. So good for him, I guess. Now he'll go, he's the coach of Ole Miss. He'll get fired and get like... Uh, generational wealth now you can start a hedge fund because you got fired from a head coaching job <laughs> yeah not even for doing good at it if i was a head coach of a college football team i would love the the day they called me and like you're fired i'd be like what a day i wish i had known that you could make money in sports as not by not playing sports right like if i had known that growing up i might have had a different life trajectory also not only not playing them but not doing your job well. Yeah, you can just be good enough. Yeah. And if you have like enough like swagger or maybe you do a couple unique things once in a while, it's like, well, you know, he's cheap. All you got to do is get that contract. You don't mm -hmm. have to like then deliver upon that contract. You right. could get that contract and just go. <sighs> you could be like that fucking mental health kid and just not show up for two weeks. They go, you're fired. And you go, all right, give me my $77 million. 
Mental health. Mental health. Let's get to the news. I'm Dom Brokaw. <laughs> A lot of OnlyFans in the news. Are you serious? <laughs> this news, at least. Okay. <laughs> Josh's OnlyFans news. That's right. We have a couple of stories that address OnlyFans. Let me see. Where's the other one mm. here? I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, in this case, two OnlyFans teachers, one school. Teachers? That's the, yes. Okay. They're teachers. Teachers don't get paid a lot, a lot. They don't. They don't get paid anything. So a couple of them made some OnlyFans, and I, in fact, know of a handful. We've okay. come across stories of this a lot. You don't want your teachers doing OnlyFans. How about you give them a living wage, maybe? A teacher who works at uh, the same Mrs. Missouri High School as Brianna Coppage also has been placed on leave for what she believes to be a discovery of her OnlyFans account. So two mm. teachers were ca- caught with OnlyFans account in the, sa- ooh, in the same school. How do they get caught, though? That's what we always bring up here, and that's why I bring up these articles, because I'd love to know, because here's the thing. That means that somebody was on the site and came across them and narked. But also means like, did you not change your name? They probably did, actually. Yeah. Or they use like a pseudonym. But you can't change your face and your tits and your... Right, that's true. But I I don't know how this stuff... It seems like... Let's see if they tell how she got caught. Megan Gaither has been teaching at St. Clair High School for four years. Her career now hangs in the balance since she was put on leave by the school district at the end of October. I've cried a lot, she said. It feels like I'm losing a part of myself. She said she thinks it's because she had an OnlyFans page, an internet subscription service where people can provide adult content. A co-worker of hers gained national attention when she was put on leave and later resigned after her OnlyFans account was made public. Hmm. I know what it looks like. I know it doesn't look good, but I truly did not want this. In a heartbeat, I would give it all up. I would give every penny back. I would go back to the beginning of summer, and I wouldn't have joined OnlyFans because I love my job and I love teaching. This is like going on Shark Tank and saying no to the deal just for the free promotion. It's like if I I was an OnlyFans person, I'd be like, I'm going to become a teacher and get fired so I can get a ton more eyes on my OnlyFans Yeah, page. you get the press release. you're not making shit on as a teacher. We had a teacher on, her name was Sarah. Mm-hmm. We had a teacher who got fired on this very show, and it was kind of like that where she was like, well, now I'm definitely getting more subscriptions. Since then, I've talked to her. She has regretted all of it. Really? Why? Because there's, and this has happened for many creators yeah. since covid there's been a downturn oh, because people, people are getting out again. Because things have outside. changed. Because people are like, you know, I think I want to date a person. <laughs> yeah. I think I want to meet somebody uh, maybe like because we have friends in common. <laughs> I think I want to meet somebody who actually likes me. And inverse, <sighs> and also inversely, people are like, I don't think I want to do porn anymore because I can just go out and get a job now. Yeah, but also I think I've heard that uh, – there's people who, unless you're like committed, you know, unless you get the face tattoo version of OnlyFans, that you it, it does something to your uh, like so, credit credit report. Wait, what? Yeah, it's something where it's like uh, if you're trying to get a legitimate job, it's sh- when they do background checks, it shows up and they're like, you know what? If it's between the two equal things, we're gonna pick the non OnlyFans person because it's sort of like it's like weed in California, right? It's legal, but you still can't use a credit card there because they can't process their uh, monies through uh, Visa because they don't want to yes. touch that money because it's like it's Drug tainted. Money. That's interesting. So you're saying like because you pay tax, you get like a 1099 from mm-hmm. OnlyFans. That's on your uh, permanent record. Yeah, because it's not it's not a cash thing. Right. It's not under the table. 
Right. And so it does show up and people, like everything shows, everything you've ever done in your life is, never. everything's recorded now, so. Well, I thought I had another OnlyFans story here, but I could be mistaken. I don't know. We'll get to it. But here's another teacher story. That's maybe what I thought. <clears throat> maybe I have two teacher stories. And Can I read this out loud? Stories. Well, this is, uh, let me read this email first. What does that say? I just want to. Oh, that's really the good. thing. That was the other story. Where the hell is it in here? OnlyFans stars pet python bites scene partner's penis. Quote, I've never had an issue with her biting or anything until today. That's all we really need to know about wow. that story, I guess, right? I feel like that's one of those things where that's just, that's like Letterman. That's a whole episode of Letterman right there back in the 90s. I wanted, I mean. A python. I, I, how, do, how on earth or why on earth? This is a definitely a, is a lane in Ready? OnlyFans. Is it in there? Uh, hey, Paul. Uh, uh, python, huh? A python uh, bit is whoo. Hey, Paul. Uh, <laughs> who? Uh, Paul, you got any uh, snakes over there? Let me know. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Paul. Hey, Paul, you ever have that happen? Uh, snake, uh, snake, uh, python biting uh, your, your, uh, I, uh, I, your, uh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, a snake biting a snake. Uh, who? Hope one snake's <laughs> bigger. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ah. Anywho. <laughs> So I'm sure there's explanation why the python was involved with maybe that's his performance art. Oh my you know, god. I don't think it's You think th he was comparing sizes? We got a python here, we got a python there. It's this is what happens when you're a snake person and a porn person. These are there's a there's a Venn diagram and it's it's a huge intersection. Okay, that's a good snake question. Snake person. Do you think every snake person has had their snake close to their penis at one point? Whether on film or not. I think that snake people are people who don't leave home a lot. Mm. And so, yes. I can't. Now, have you ever dabbled? In snakes? Or repti the reptile I life? wanted to. I wanted to super bad as a kid. I really wanted to. But my parents, you know, <laughs> for some reason wouldn't let me. They had the foresight. I currently want to get a rat snake from my backyard. A what? A rat snake. It's not a poisonous snake. It's just a huge ass snake. But it's rats. Oh, I thought it was like a combination. But of my neighbor <laughs> is so afraid of snakes. He's like s deathly afraid of snakes. And also, uh, my wife doesn't want us to have a snake that lives in our backyard. <laughs> yeah, I would have Even though also, It also would go a, elsewhere, right? It might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which case, I would be very sad. But I you know, would love to. How more cool would it be to have a snake that lives on your property that's sort of like, you know, it takes care of the, 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 the vermin. I'd be kind of frightened that I'd like roll over in my sleep and like open my eyes and it'd be like, what's up? You would be lucky for a snake to come in by side and be like, hey, man, I got all the rats. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, actually. Because these things, they're like, they're cool snakes. They're not dangerous. They don't bite people at all. I just have stray cats that live in my uh, yeah. backyard that take care of those. We, I don't know why we don't have cats. We have cats that come from time to time, but a snake is so much cooler. Yeah. Because cats eat birds, too. Cool. And they shit. Birds suck. Oh, my God. You're going to regret that one. Why? Birds suck? <laughs> yeah. That's like, no, you can't say that. Birds are like That's like talking scary. shit about Taylor S. <laughs> no, is it? Yeah. Birds are, birds are scary. What do you think's worse right now? Talking bad about Taylor T S. TS or about Israel Hamas? <laughs> Which one's coming for you quicker? I won't even say. <laughs> it's so hot, I won't even say. <laughs> Duncan has a joke about Taylor S right now. I'm oh, yeah? honestly like, hey, man. That's tough. I think you, I mean, you might, 
the joke is about what we're talking about, but I'm kind of like, I think you gotta, I think you gotta be careful, because these people, you know, they're just like the Mossad, or they're just kind of, yeah, it's, it's really you just don't know, you, you know, you think about all the stuff that fucking what's his name, uh, uh, Weinstein, yeah. You know all the stuff that he did before he got in trouble for real? He mm-hmm. hired all these people to do all kinds of crazy stuff mm-hmm. to keep him like keep him from getting in trouble. And that's just one guy. Yeah. The TS, man, TS is like Ooh, TS is frightening. TS is the poster child for the Illuminati. TS. TS is the the head of the dragon. And you cannot disgrace the head of the dragon. You have to basically there we all have to have fealty to this thing. This entity, otherwise, I mean, it really is. It's it's a classic case of the thing saying it has no power, yet if you disgrace it, it will destroy you. Isn't that kind of a <laughs> kind of like a basically convicting yourself the thing you're saying you're not doing? I don't know, TS. It's frightening. Mm-hmm. TS kind of sounds like two other letters. SS. Um. Oh, what? I didn't Weird. hear what you said. I'm just thinking about how much I love sun-made raisins. <laughs> when, I, when I want raisins, I reach for sun-made because there's no other raisins to have. I've said it time and time again. I don't want any smoke with you, Swifties. When I listen to music, to I listen to Taylor Swift. When I eat raisins, I eat sun-made raisins. <laughs> Why? What else is there? Taylor Swift and sun-made raisins. California, the best. <laughs> Karma is my boyfriend. Okay, so I got an email at joshpottershow at gmail.com. It says, hey, Josh. Been with you since the Roach Motel days, but this is the first time I've sent in a Roach report. I'm sure you already got this story. I did not. Uh, But I have the police reports. Around 20 miles north of me, a story is still breaking about teachers sucking and fucking with students. (laughs) I like how I said sucking and fucking. (laughs) That is probably one of the greatest stains of all time. uh, It's cool that they run. You have to do a little bit of suck and fuck. Okay. A little bit of suck and fuck. No problem. (laughs) The story says, uh, or the story only says two teachers, but up to seven of the teachers are being investigated. This is a school of only 335 high school students and only 22 high school teachers. That means one in every three teachers might be banging the students. I can still play high school, I think. You can. (laughs) But it gets even better. Get this. The details on the police reports are so specific, it reads like a fucking romance novel. Unfortunately, everyone involved looks like they're from southern Missouri. I originally typed that they look like they're from Missouri, but then I remembered Kelsey Cook is from here, and I had to specify she's actually from Spokane, Washington. I'll keep up the... I don't know why he went on a... He's like, Kelsey Cook's hot, though. Well, that's what it's called not knowing how to write. <laughs> I think that one on the left, I think she's pretty good looking. Okay, anyway. So let's see what they this is. They're already says in here. the orange? Looks like they've already been arrested. One, that's, he said uh, wow. two have been arrested, but seven are being investigated. One mother in the Kelly School District said her daughter is devastated after her favorite teacher is accused of having sexual contact with a student. Mrs. L, I don't think she really understands how many students loved her, truly loved her and respected wow, her. Wow, they really did. Says this, yeah, they sure loved her. They really did. I'd love a teacher who was blowing me too. It's like, you got a B, but you're also going to get a B, J. God. I have her cell phone number. Anytime there was a problem, we went to her, says this girl. And Anna, my daughter, feels like she's been let down. I honestly couldn't believe it. My brain can't process this. The senior at Kelly High School hopped on a phone call with Heartland News after she got <clears throat> out of school on Thursday. She said she looked at Limbaugh like a second mom. I always just want to ask her why or if it was worth it. This is crazy. Do you ever think that certain places in the country are a little different? <laughs> that they're maybe like just don't have enough to do? 
Well, I mean, sure, or enough people to do, evidently. Nobody have could been nobody could have been prepared for this. Where's the part about the police reports here? I want to see what the details were. Nobody could nobody could have been prepared for something that has been happening since the longest people have been alive. Why can't the teachers just fuck each other? Because um, they probably are a bit. But they're involving the students as well. I think this is just a classic case of uh, towny bullshit. Go back to those mugshots if you can when you get a chance. Wow. Was that the only two that those are the only two that were arrested? The one I like the I mean, that one on the left is fucking pretty. I mean, she's probably in her 20s. Yeah, she's not so far off from these folks. We didn't have any teachers in our 20s. I don't think we did. Maybe we did. I just they seemed older to me for some reason. You know what I mean? We definitely did. And they did seem older. But there were definitely teachers that I was like, that teacher is a babe. Yeah, we had one teacher that was a babe. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's end on this this is interesting this kind of reminds me of like if um one of your characters went down a dark side i feel like this is the way that he would go workers at a fife auto repair shop made a shocking discovery in a customer's vehicle which led police to a man's cachet of illegally modified guns and explosives oh my god he's got freaking realistic Three realistic face masks? Those are full. Oh, my God. According to a complaint filed with the U.S. District Court in Tacoma, uh, this man, Brady Eltz, took his car to a glass repair shop to have a window replaced. So his window was, like, cracked, and he's like, can you fix this? And then they just found all of that in his car. Shouldn't be going in his trunk. I know. Well, that's. But also, why would you keep that stuff in there? Yeah, that's like I would clean out my trunk of the guns if I'm taking it into the shop. What is that thing on the right above the vest? I can't tell. It's some sort of like American flag thing. Is it a bunch of lighters? What is that? It looks like lighters or maybe matches or something, batteries. But why would they show that? (laughs) It's like like, why would they show? He's got a lot of batteries here. Are those masks like you said? Those Those are masks you pull over your head. And they go into your neckline so it looks like you're literally, this is the kind of thing, <laughs> this is the psycho shit where you, if you're like a special special agent for the CIA, you put the shit on to go infiltrate a place. Oh, that's like the Ethan Hunt mask when he's like John Voight and then he takes it off. Dude, for real, those are, you can buy these now. They're commercially available. He's got three of them. So who, oh my God, he's got body armor, a face mask. That's a big trunk. That's a big trunk. Well, here it says they found, workers found five guns in the car and noted it appeared shots had been fired from inside the vehicle. What? The shop contacted police who responded and arrested the man who was convicted felon and prohibited from possessing firearms. Officers allege that Eltz also has stashed two guns in the vanity of the auto shop's bathroom. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> Why would he do that? This guy's on the run. He's like one of those guys that like, it's like the mafia where they're like, there's a gun behind the toilet. He's just, everywhere he goes, he's stashing guns. Who just has. I got seven places to go in case I get into trouble. <laughs> if they fire me from old Miss, I got a place to go. <laughs> the employees told police that else had asked if they would need to access the trunk of his car while doing the repair. You're going to need to go in the trunk for this? And they're like. No, we're just fixing the glass. And he's like, okay, good. I'm going to keep all of my guns and explosives in there. That's basically just told him, hey, do you guys want to look at my trunk? Yeah, that's- You guys might want to look at my- One time a friend of mine- You're not going to look at the trunk, are you? He he stayed over at my house when we were out of town. 
this is like years ago and I lived with a couple people, a couple roommates downtown. He left his digital camera there and he's like, oh my, I left my camera there. Whatever you do, don't look at the pictures on there. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, we're going to look at the pictures now. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like- What was he trying to hide? Dick pics I would or never. Yeah, of course. Dick pics. That like, was a different age, right? When we were carrying around digital cameras. This was over. This is like 15 years ago. I would never fucking look at. The, well, I don't want to look in your camera. Yeah. Now, like, oh, well, thank you for telling me to look in your. Ca- <laughs> I think honestly, he wanted me to look in the yeah, camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that thing where, oh, whatever you do, officer, don't put the cuffs on me. <laughs> whatever you do, don't arrest me. Br- don't look at my trunk. <sighs> don't do it. Whatever you do, don't force me to take off my blouse, officer. <laughs> I don't know what would happen to my breasts. (laughs) Elts learned that he could not watch the repair and that personnel would need to access the trunk, evidently. Elts opened the trunk and an employee saw firearms inside, which Elts tried to cover up by moving bags in the trunk over the top of the weapons. He stated that he had illegal shit in his trunk. You don't say that. Hey, just say no, I've got illegal... This guy wants to go to prison. He's like, like, LOL, LOL, I got illegal stuff in here. I gotta (laughs) go back to prison, but I don't want to kill anybody. While searching his jacket after the arrest, officers reported finding two knives, two ski masks, two loaded magazines, another auto-sear device, cash, and drug paraphernalia. That's what you want. What about the three masks? (laughs) That's the big one. That's the big one they're not talking about. In Elsa's car, officers saw... Say they saw bullet holes that were consistent with a weapon being fired from the inside the car... The officers secured the car, and it was that was probably just from him putting the guns in there, and they fired. Yeah, and throwing them around. Yeah, yeah, taking yeah. a sh- sharp left. Hitting a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting a uh, railroad track. And then having a fire. Is this Wiley Coyote? Because he's pissed about the movie getting shelved? <laughs> I'm sure he's pissed about something. Detectives found more weapons, including rifles, a shotgun, and handguns with silencers. As the search continued, uh, the detective removed a black bag from the trunk, opened it, then noticed what looked like to be a fused military explosive device and what appeared to be a larger fused improvised explosive device, an IED, if you will. Uh, The Pierce County Sheriff's Department bomb squad responded and inspected the explosives one of which they determined were used in military training. The second device was larger and had a fuse attached to a chunk. Once all explosives were removed, detectives found more guns, an armored mask with hasta la muerte written on it. Hasta la muerte, that means goodbye death? Yeah. Hasta, no. Hasta goodbye la to death? Hasta la muerte? Hasta la vista means goodbye to, to life. To death, right? to death. Mm, okay. Is it? To death? Yeah, like, wow. ha- like hasta la vista is till yeah. I see you again. Hasta la vista. Oh, okay. Right, hasta so, la muerte. I'll see you in hell. Hasta la muerte. Hasta <clears throat> in hell. Hasta in hell, baby. Three elderly male silicon masks were found. Okay. Body armor, including a helmet and groin protector, gun accessories, and a Raytheon thermal weapon scope. Give Raytheon. a shout out to Raytheon, everybody. Yeah, Raytheon getting a good shout out there Raytheon. in the article. Don't support one side, support both. Raytheon. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's someone, I make these Raytheon uh, t shirts and sweatshirts. I love those. And uh, I someone bought one recently and they said, I love this. This is like rooting for Gatorade in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, you know? Uh, I should get a job there. Uh, once the explosives were removed from Elsa's car, detectives found more guns. Okay, we said that. Yes, okay. A Raytheon. The detectives say they also found GPS trackers in his vehicles. Ray- the, the totality of items in the vehicle that were weapons, body armor, explosives, masks, tactical gear was beyond concerning, according to a deputy. Why do you think they only mentioned the brand name of one thing? Yeah, it is strange. They Does, weren't like... 
Is there, are they, yeah, like they had to get out the Raytheon thermal weapon Just scope. say, no, this wasn't a General Dynamics or a uh, Northrop Grumman. This was a Raytheon <laughs> scope. Yeah, can't they just say scope? Yeah. That's so bizarre. This was a, you know, this, it was an American-made scope. It was made with American prison labor. <laughs> it's made with American untaxed prison labor that's still going on all the time and will never stop because we live in a great country where you can make money as long as you're willing to lie. <laughs> It's true, though. It really it's is true. true. Elts faces federal charges of unlawful possession of a firearm, unlawful possession of a machine gun. He's also charged in Pierce County Superior Court with possessing an explosive device, unlawful possession of a machine gun, and six other weapons charges. A federal judge determined Elts would be held in custody ahead of trial. His next court date was scheduled for later this month. I want to see what this guy looks like. Does it have him in there? No, it doesn't. Oh, because he, I mean, I'm going to go with white. I'm going to go with uh, not attractive. You okay? He's those those masks. I think he's fat. Tacoma's rough too. Tacoma's rough. Yeah, sure is. Kelsey Cook lives there, evidently, <laughs> according to that last email. Who's Kelsey Cook? She's a comedian. God, I don't funny. know anybody. She's uh, she's been on the show before. I'm sure I do know Kelsey Cook. I just don't know the. Sometimes I don't know name. Is that him there? Sure. No, he's not black. The guy's not black. If he is, then I say let him have all that stuff because he lives in Tacoma, Washington, and he's going to need it mm-hmm. if he's black. Oh, well. Need that stuff to get back. To another time we find out what this man looked like, but Mr. Pemberton, please plug, plug uh, anything you'd like. If you Come see me in Chicago in January. It's the third weekend in Chicago. I'm going to be doing my, my solo show in Chicago at the Den Theater God damn, what is it? It's goddamn. This is my Chicago accent. I got talking Chicago. <laughs> I'm gonna be there on uh, the 17th through the 21st, doing shows at the Dance Minnesota Reggae Colostomy Bag. It's my solo show. I've never done it in Chicago before. It's a special show. No one's. It's a real. It's not just stand up. It's a whole one man show. It's and, weird uh, to hear you say that in the Chicago accent. Yeah, you know, go on down there and get yourself some popcorn. And uh, you know, Justin Fields, she's, she's not doing too good. You know. <laughs> Ty- Tyson Badgett. What's his name? Tyler Tyson Baggett, he bagged Stroud, huh? Not Stroud, he bagged uh, Young, right? Yes, Bryce Young. Undrafted. Bryce Young's not having a great year. No. C.J. Stroud, first though, round draft a wonderful picks. year. First round draft picks, nah, no thanks. C.J. Stroud, second overall, doing pretty good. Maybe M- even MVP conversation. Talking about Dobbs for MVP, too, you know. That's Talking crazy. about Dobbs for... That's crazy if Dobbs was MVP. I think it's just they love the Cinderella story. Who doesn't like a underdog thing? Yeah, also, it, it is exciting. The NFL, more I realize, is the first half of the season, that's when the games are real. I suppose. To, to uh, later on, when the start to holding calls start to show up to push the narrative, you know what I mean? Okay. You can always find a hold, baby. <laughs> Am I right about that? I mean, there are flags so often, it's getting annoying. Yeah. Like, I can't even, I watch Red Zone, I can't even watch a single game anymore because it's like... Oh, they're calling that, they're calling that uh, back because it's making the game not close, close enough as you want. <laughs> it's okay, I like it. There it's is good. a rumor of that, I mean, always. But oh, really? I try to keep my head above board and say that the refs aren't affecting things. I try yeah. to stay pure about There's it. There's nothing, not, no huge entity that makes tons of money that's technically listed as a nonprofit ever has anything weird going on with it. <laughs> SAG didn't just approve a massive multi-million dollar slush fund. Did you know that? The SAG deal has a 25% of this uh, money is going into a literal slush fund that is to be doled out uh, with no oversight to whomever they see fit. <laughs> 
This is insane to me. It's like literally corruption in the it's written in the contract. Like so we're gonna do just a little bit of corruption here. Just so you guys know. Jimbo Fisher will get seventy seven million dollars. He's all... gonna get it from SAG. Yeah. <laughs> from all all my residuals from everything I have on streaming. That's how they siphon it through all my residuals. Yeah. Go see Fallout in uh, in April. Well don't go see it. Watch it from home. Where it's going to be on TV. Yeah, it's going to be on uh, Amazon Prime. I think it premieres April 16th, something like that. You'll figure it out. That's your Lane Kiffin money right there. What is it? It's your Lane Kiffin money, right? What's that? The Fallout money. Your Lane Kiffin? Or not Lane Kiffin. I meant uh, Jimbo Fisher. Oh, I guess so. Maybe. I don't think I'll... I don't get a... (laughs) You get fired from the show and you get $77 million. Oh, my God. That'd be cool. (laughs) I'd I'd go do something heinous right now if that was a thing. December 2nd, mic drop. December 2nd. I will also be in San Diego. So you come see one of us, for Christ's sake. Go see him on December 2nd. Come see me on December 1st. Hell, yeah. Do double duty. Or come see me on December 3rd. I'll be there all the days. Five shows. Or you can even go see Johnny in the early show and then come see me in the late show. Oh, I like that. Plenty of opportunity. Mm. And also next week, a week from today, I'm going to be in Buffalo, Helium Comedy Club. Please buy up those tickets. And also Brea, Josh Potter and friends. I haven't announced the lineup, but I'm announcing it right now. It's me. It's Annie Letterman. It is Chase O'Donnell and Miranda Meadows. So when is come this? on out. This is the 29th of November nice. at the Brea Improv. So I'm announcing it right now. What day of the week is that? I don't you should know that. The 29th? I think it's a Sunday, Sunday. after Thanksgiving. Oh, come out. <laughs> bring, bring your friends or coming back to town. Uh, no, it's not. The, the 26th is a Sunday after Thanksgiving. It's going to be a Wednesday. Oh, it's a Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. It's a, yeah, so it's a week yeah. after the Buffalo show. Right so on. come on out, folks. Either way, go over to the Instagram. Go over the Twitter. Just check the links in the fucking description. You got this. I love you. We'll see you next time. It's the Josh Potter Show, folks.